males are born, men are built. This is the Great Man Podcast, where we want you to build great men as you allow other men to build you. Join New York Times bestselling author Stephen Mansfield, along with seasoned leaders of men, Anthony Flemons and J.T. McCrow, as we bring a wide range of experience and expertise to help you become the great man you are designed to be. With you this week is Stephen Mansfield. Gentlemen, let us begin. I want to tell you that I am fierce and ticked off as I start this podcast. You know, I don't do what I do with great man for my own entertainment. I have plenty of things to do, a lot of places to be. JT and Anthony have plenty to do and a lot of places to be. I do it because we are in a crisis of manhood in our generation, and I want to help solve it. I love men. I love the good they do in the world. I love what they can mean to women and to children and to society. I love the fellowship of men, all of it. And I'll tell you what. I'm keenly aware of the negative trends when it comes to manhood in our generation, and they all tick me off. The male suicide rate, uh, the health crises. I hate prostate cancer. You know what I know why? Because it's a cancer that feeds on testosterone. It's literally a cancer on manhood. I hate it. Uh, I hate the negative trends. I hate what's happening in society. I hate the anti-male courses happening in some of our, of our universities. I know I don't speak often like this, but I'm I'm ticked off about some things. And my dear friend David Holland, who with whom I've written and who is a just a a fine writer and speaker and friend of mine, we partnered up for a lot of things, sent an article to me about something going on in Japan that's leaking into the Western world. And I'm going to take a little time to describe it and read from the article. And maybe you'll see a little bit more clearly why I am, why JT is, why Anthony is fierce about what we do when it comes to men. And by the way, we're not the only ones doing it. Other people are doing great things, great friends of ours. I'm reading from an article uh, from The American Mind, a publication I recommend. It's a publication of the Claremont Institute. And the article from uh, May of this year, 2023, says, let's stay in. There's some sarcasm there. It's by John MacLeon, I believe is the way to pronounce that name. Forgive me, John, if I've said it wrongly. And it's a really smart article. We're going to put it with the show notes of this podcast so you can get it. But let me read a little bit from it so you'll understand uh, why this is another trend of our modern world when it comes to masculinity that hacks me off. Apparently in Japan, there is a trend. Here's the Japanese word for it. Hikikomori, H-I-K-I-K-O-M-O-R-I. Hikikomori. Uh, Hiki, H-I-K-I, means to withdraw. And komori means to remain inside. I think you can already figure out where I'm going. And apparently, there are 1.5 million Japanese people, most of them men in their 20s and 30s, who have completely withdrawn from society. That's what this word hikikomori means to withdraw and to remain inside. They don't date, they don't mate, they don't work, they don't socialize. They stay in their hyper-isolated chambers. The article says, clearly these young males are hurting financially, spiritually, and psychologically. But hikikomori is now a global phenomenon. It's become uh, well-known in Asia, Europe, the United States, 
And what's happening is that these young males are deeply troubled. We already know that American males are far more likely to commit suicide than American females by a factor of nearly four. But the despair, the depression, the fear, the insecurity uh, is causing young males, a larger percentage of them in Japan, but all over the Western world, to retreat from society, to medicate. Many of them spend more time on screens of some sort than most Americans do working jobs. This is an actual stat given in the article. Their behavior is abnormal. They have hidden. Uh, They are addicted to video games. They are eating crap food. They are hiding in their parents' basements. We can laugh about this. We can tell jokes about this. Comedians have fun with this. But I'll tell you what, it's a serious thing. I'll tell you, not long ago, uh, I watched something that moved me deeply. A man I really like, Jordan Peterson, was being interviewed, I believe on CNN, and he was asked about young boys and some of the young boys who the, the, the interviewer was being insulting and said, aren't these kids freaky? Aren't these kids hiding in their basement? Jordan Peterson started to cry. Start to cry on the air because he's moved by what these boys are dealing with. He's moved by the by what, in some cases, society has done to them, and in most cases, what they've done to themselves. According to a major study, the average of these boys spends 2,000 hours per year glued to screens. Again, that means that they are spending more time on screens than the average American employee spends working. Stunning. To compound matters, 50% of the 7 million that have been diagnosed with this issue and are put in this category um, consume copious amounts of prescription drugs and or weed, and two-thirds live in a household that receives at least one disability payment every month. So they make, they make a very important point here. Listen to this. Very few of these men are rolling in riches. Instead, they appear to have just enough to get by, just enough money, just enough drugs, just enough distractions, porns, video games, etc. In many ways, they are happily sedated and comfortably numb. Now, I want to tell you that this is part of the plague among men in our society. You know, I talk to men a great deal, and I do this podcast, and I urge older men to get it together. And part of the reason I do is that older men are the answer for younger men. Who's going to get these young guys, these hikikomori guys, out of their homes and off their weed and away from their screens and engaging in society? You know what's going on. These guys aren't dating girls or getting married and having children. They're sitting in their rooms. They're watching porn. They're masturbating. They're gaining weight. They're medicated. They're taking prescription drugs. They're smoking weed. They're doing other drugs. They're couch potatoes. They're living in their parents' basement or they're, and in one case I know of, seven or eight of them all, you know, socked into an apartment, living that kind of life on some kind of disability or, or welfare, just paying the minimum bills, eating the minimum food, and insulating themselves from society. It's a sickness. It's a disease. It's because they're afraid. It's because they're tormented by what's happening in real society. Nobody's called them out. Nobody's spoken to them about a destiny. They don't know who they are. They don't know what they're made to be. They don't know what God's made them to do. They don't have a band of brothers. They they haven't had their souls awakened. So this Hikikimori movement in Japan, I don't think that term is going to catch on in the West, but that movement is what we're dealing with. 
And I'll tell you, it may not be as extreme in some cases in the U.S., but I know many young men who, even though they function and go to school and may occasionally date and may know uh, some other men who aren't in that weird culture, uh, they're still tempted by it. They're still tempted to insulate themselves. The world scares them. Uh, The world doesn't like them. The world doesn't like males. American universities have courses on toxic masculinity. And though I believe there is toxic masculinity and we we ought to kill it in our lives, they're talking about almost all masculinity. So a young man grows up in the world, maybe has no father in the home. Nobody's calling him out. Nobody's challenging him. He's raised by women, which I'm not putting down. Thank God for women who have stepped in where men have been absent. I've celebrated them often on this podcast. Grateful, grateful, grateful. But still, it leaves a young man who's grown up in a feminine world, his sisters, his mother, and if there's been a vicious divorce, he's grown up with an anti-man attitudes perhaps in the home. So what does he want to do? He doesn't want to achieve. He doesn't want to conquer. He doesn't want to build. He doesn't want to use his gifts. Uh, He doesn't want to storm into a university. He doesn't want to master some craft or, or, or be great at something. That's why we call what we do great man, because we're calling out the greatness in men. No, he wants to survive. He wants to insulate. He wants to inoculate. And that's what's going on in our society. I'm so grateful David Holland sent this to me. It's confirmation of what we already know. And I want you to declare war on this. I want you to influence as many young men as you possibly can. Uh, I want you to call them out, tell them what they're made to be, hold up a mirror. I want you to spend time with them. That's why we do what we do in this podcast. We can get the men straightened out. The men in turn can get the boys straightened out. I want you to stop putting up with this crap with your own sons. If you've got a bunch of sons who are 50% in this Hikikimori thing, although they certainly have never even heard the word, um, storm into that basement lair, turn off the computers, take away the devices, do what you have to do, throw them in the swimming pool, take them up on a mountain, get them with some good men, do what you have to do. This is a plague. I believe as a Christian, it's a demonic thing as well as all the factors I've already spoken to. I understand when we hurt, when we have hard times, yeah, we want to we want to inoculate, we want to we want to insulate ourselves from the pain. But it can't become a lifestyle. You know, I'm going to have some oral surgery in a week or so, and I'm going to have some pain. And I imagine I'll lay in bed all day, and I'll probably be pitiful, and I'll probably ask Bev, can you bring me this? Can you bring me that? But it won't become a lifestyle. It's not going to be five months of it. It's going to be 24 or 48 hours. It's normal to want to insulate when we go through a trauma, uh, even if it's something medical that's planned. But, But it can't become a lifestyle. You can't be debilitated. You can't make weakness and drugs and hiding from the world a lifestyle lifestyle, for heaven's sakes. Gentlemen, this is a spirit. This is a culture. This is an attitude. This is the the unfathered weakness and deformities of young men going to seed, and we have to be the answer. Great Man Global is about calling greatness out of men. And I'll tell you what, we've got to do it because then those men who are awakened to the greatness for which they are made, and by the way, not an ascendancy in competition with women, but in the service of women, in the service of the young, they're the answers. They are the answers. Those awakened men are the answers for this Hikikimori culture. Declare Wana in your own soul, in your own house, everywhere you can get a reach. Can't wait to hear what JT and Anthony are going to say. Guys, JT and Anthony, take it away, baby. We got to kick this thing in the backside because this is part of the art of great manhood. 
To join the Great Man community or to book Stephen, Anthony, or JT to speak at your men's event, go to greatman.tv. There, you'll also find incredible resources to help you become the great man you are made to be. The Great Man Podcast is a Wise Company production. Thank you.